This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is Trey. Thank you for joining us for another Thursdays, uh, thir- not Thursdays, Thursday, singular, I think that's right, edition of Thursdays with Trey, which of course is when we entertain your questions. And it's one of my favorite days of the week because I get to think and um, some people would tell you it's the only day of the week, I think. So it's a it's a great day for me, and it's uh, one day that I get to speak to Mary Langston. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a great day. How are you, Trey? Uh, it's good, other than I don't know whether Thursday is a singular or plural, <laughs> and uh, it's it's the only uh, day that I really have contact with the outside world. <laughs> well, here we are. Well, do you have any sports news for us? Because you know I haven't been keeping up with it. Uh, well, Dallas won. Uh, Dak Prescott should be back. Uh, mm-hmm. Although Cooper Rush has played really, really well in his absence. South Carolina game got moved to Thursday night because of Hurricane Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won. Alabama looked uh, good against Arkansas, even though the starting quarterback was hurt and don't know how long he's going to be out. Uh, other other sporting news. I mean, that's pretty much it for me, Dallas mm-hmm. and uh, and college football and golf yeah you have a tournament coming up and i saw dallas won so that's exciting so thank uh, it you is for ex- that it is exciting uh the game was not on television so i had to follow it on the computer and tim was asking me why why don't you just buy that package that allows you to watch all of the nfl games <laughs> and honestly I mean, I just had a birthday. Why didn't he give me that package? I mean, why, why, I just I just had a birthday. Why why not why not buy me the NFL package? <laughs> he might now that you say that. Well, I mean, if you're listening, uh, that would have been a nice birthday gift. <laughs> not a book, not something to improve my mind. I I need the NFL package so I can watch Dallas and don't have to follow it on my computer. But that's what I did. Uh, and you're right. I got a golf tournament uh, coming up this weekend. And those are always fun because you got to put them all out. And as I was explaining to my bride, if you hit it right, you got to go find it. And you got to hit it again. It's not like you get to play with a partner. I play a lot of events with partners, but my partners are always really good. And I don't have a partner this time. Unless you consider the voices inside my head to be partners, then yes, I have a bunch of partners, but it's lonely when you, and the grains are like fast. It's like putting in the bottom of your bathtub. And so you, you, but I love it. I love the challenge. You got to record a score and 
you you got to keep swiping at it till it goes into the hole. <laughs> I guess the voices in your head could count, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, you know, it depends on what they say. Uh, sometimes they're nice and sometimes they're not. Mm, well, we're going to hope that they're nice and we wish you the best of luck in that tournament. Um, we have a lot of great questions today, Trey. So I guess we better get started on those. So thank you for the sports update. We appreciate that because I don't always keep up with it the way I should. So thank you. Well, can I, can I ask you something? This is yes, a serious, it's a serious question too. Oh goodness. Go ahead. No, it's serious. And sometimes I, I, I do ask Terry this too. What could possibly be more important than sport? Because, <laughs> because she doesn't follow it either. And she says, well, tell me what I missed. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, what could possibly be more important <laughs> than following sports well we have your knowledge to update us on it so we don't have to but but <laughs> how would you spend your time if you weren't spending it watching sports i mean any anything else would like feel like a letdown you're not like helping people are you well maybe some of that yes sir oh gosh i mean well, at least in the fall, they got to help themselves, at least while football's on. Then I'll start back helping them again in the spring, maybe. You're too funny. Well, thank you, Trey, for that update. Our first question comes from Susan in Michigan. She actually writes, I'm a 76-year-old artist and teacher who is left-handed, and I can't help but wonder if you are either left-handed or ambidextrous. We enjoy your show and your insights. Well, uh, thank you, Susan, for watching and mm -hmm. I appreciate your time because all kidding aside, people have a lot of options on Sunday nights and um, there are a lot of things they could be doing or could be watching. So thank you for that. And you would think that question would be an easy one to answer. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, what's your name? How old are you? Uh, I do remember asking someone how old they were and it was like a 20 minute answer. And I, to me, it's like a number, but, and you would think <laughs> that saying, Hey, are you left-handed or right-handed? That is an easy question. The truth is, I, I don't know. And, and I'll tell you why I don't know. I use my right hand to eat and throw things, but I use my left hand a lot. And, um, and honestly, when I throw with my left hand, there's not a ton of difference. Um, so why does that matter? I don't know that it, I, I pick up things with my left hand. So I don't, I don't have a clue, but I will tell you this. If I was left-handed, I would not have stayed that way very long. Um, because there was a movement. It may still be around. I don't know. Um, but there certainly was when I was growing up to kind of force left-handed people to become right-handed. And that could be for, you know, some of those were practical reasons. It is a, it was back then and maybe still is primarily a right-handed person's world mm -hmm. tools, you know, golf clubs. There are left-handed golf clubs at the place I go, but, but, you know, very, very, very few. And if you look at the history, not to like take Susan's question and turn it into more than it was, but if you look at the history, I mean, people in the old days, they really had a problem with left-handed folks. 
And whether that goes back to the Latin word for left or whether it's religion, I don't know what it was. And and we look at that now and think, you got to be kidding me. But it was a real thing. So there was a stigma attached to being left-handed in the old days. And even though there is no stigma, it's still primarily a right-handed person's world. So I can tell you, growing up as the son of a pediatrician uh, with three right-handed sisters sitting at the dinner table with me, if I were left-handed, they would have told me to use my right hand because I would have been bumping elbows with one of my sisters, and that would have led to (laughs) some conflagration that he probably did not want. I can tell you, Abigail, our daughter, is definitely left-handed, 100% left-handed, and uh, has been from the moment. Uh, she was born, and we've made no effort whatsoever to change that. I think it's cool. Uh, Terry, um, who, by the way, Susan, my wife also studied art and was a teacher. She may be left-handed, but she hurt her uh, left hand when she was a child. And when I say hurt her left hand, I mean really, really, really hurt her left hand. And so she had to use her right hand. But when I think of her um, uh Artism, if that's a right, if that's a word, her artistic ability, Mm. I think she, you know, we have a child that is 100% left-handed. I'm not an expert on on genes and genetics because I didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention during that whole fruit fly experiment that we had to do in science, so I don't really have a clue. But somewhere or another, the gene for being left-handed has had to have gotten into Abigail. So Mm. I. I don't know where or how. So that's a really, really long answer to what should be a simple question. I use my right hand, Susan, more than I do my left. But but honestly, I don't know because I the left side of my uh, body is stronger than the right side of my body. So I I don't know. None of which I mean, whether I'm left handed or right handed is a pretty individual thing i do think it's worth people's time to go look at the history of how just how in the old we take so many things for granted now Mm -hmm. that um you know we know where things come from it's not a curse it's not a religious thing it's got nothing to do with religion or god or any of what people may believe but back in the old days they had a different view of things. And I, I just, I cannot imagine because you happen to be born with a preference for using your left hand to eat as opposed to your right hand. I cannot imagine there being consequences for that, but there, there was a time in our past um, when there would have been. I can't imagine that either, Trey. Thank you so much for answering that question. And thank you, Susan, for your kind words on Trey's show. Our next question is from David. He writes, what can a GOP Senate and Congress do with a Democrat in the executive to successfully implement the GOP commitment to America? Uh, Not much of anything. Mm. And I don't say that to disappoint people. It's just a desire to be honest and set the right expectations. In fact, Ironically enough, uh, David, this issue has been on my mind enough that um, I have a very lightly listened to podcast on Tuesdays, primarily because Mary Langston is not part of it. So people don't tune in. I mean, 
it's amazing how many people say, look, I don't listen to your Tuesday podcast, but I do listen to the one with Mary Langston. So I do have one on Tuesdays and that's what I've talked about. And it is vital to let people know what you believe, why you believe it, what you would do if you were in charge, all that's vital. But you also have to tell people the truth. And the truth is president Biden is not going to sign into law any of what's part of the so-called commitment to America. Uh, and so perhaps, you know, perhaps in November, Republicans take the House and the Senate, perhaps. And they can pass things. Although if you look at history, even when they had the House and the Senate, uh, they were not of one accord, shall we say. And uh, sometimes things pass the House that don't even get taken up by the Senate. But let's just assume for the sake of fun they have uh, both and they pass things. They're not going to be signed. Um, what would you gain if you had the Senate? You would gain that right, but you're not going to have enough to override a veto. You're not going to have numbers that staggering. So it's really good to let people know what you believe. It's good to stop things that you do not believe in. Both of those are good. But in terms of affirmatively passing and having signed into law, your thoughts on taxes or the border or national security, it's just not going to be signed by a Democrat president any more than a Republican president would sign things passed by a Democrat House and Senate. And we should know that ahead of time. So whatever disappointment people feel in that answer pales in comparison to the disappointment they would feel if we set expectations in an illogical, irrational, unreasonable way. So, yes, always let people know what you believe. Always let them know why you believe it. Let them know what you would do if you had all the gears of government again. But do not lead them to believe that you're going to be able to do that come January of 2023 because you are not. And I'm not an expert on anger. I don't know always what triggers it. But I think one of the things that triggers it is when your expectations are not met. And if I tell you that we have this fantastic beach house that we're going to spend a weekend and it really winds up being the house that every single Friday the 13th and Halloween movie was filmed in, every single one of them, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed, and that may lead to anger. So don't be disappointed and don't be angry. None of that will pass. Um, none of that will be signed into law as long as there's a Democrat president. Well, thank you, Trey. And thank you, David, for your question. Our but next question. I, on that happy note. <laughs> right. On that happy note, we'll move on to our next question. Um, we do appreciate your honesty, Trey, though. So thank you. Well, actually, usually people do not appreciate honesty. They say they do, but <laughs> well, they I don't. Do. Well, I do. I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I appreciate your honesty. Uh, you're welcome. We'll answer more of your questions when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Our next question is from Carol in Tennessee. She writes, what is the best way to follow the cases that come to the Supreme Court? Is it the news? 
Um, why well, the oral arguments are on the Supreme Court website, and that's where I go. I go to the actual audio. Um, yeah, I mean, I got trust issues, so I, I don't trust a reporter to tell me number one what the issues are. I don't trust mm -hmm. a reporter to describe the hearing. I mean, these hearings last for you know sixty minutes, ninety minutes. There's their their presentations by the you know appellant, the respondent, those are the names usually used. There are interveners, I guess. I mean, they get to talk, but the more interesting part to me is when the justices begin to question the lawyers. And even if there were a reporter, and I'm sure if I thought long and hard enough about it, uh, I could think of a reporter that I would think would do a really good job trying to capture all of it. Why would I not still listen to it? I mean, I trust my own ears more than I do someone's summary of what happened. So what's the best way to file a cases that come before the Supreme Court? Go to the Supreme Court website and listen to the oral argument and access the briefs. And I know, I know, right? I know right now I can hear somebody out there saying, you know, well, that takes too long. We don't have time to do that. I'm with you. It does take a long time. Uh, democracy takes a long time. Good government takes a long time. Understanding the issues takes a long time. I just, I, I've, I have read too many articles about Supreme Court hearings. I, I read, I read an article this week. I, I read them usually just to see how high my angst level can go. I, I read the articles about them, and then I go back and listen to the audio. And I wonder where we where were we listening to the same thing? So I don't like to rely on summaries when I have access to the underlying information. The Supreme Court website has an audio link. You can listen. You can hear really smart lawyers appearing in front of really smart judges. And that's without regard to their political or jurisprudential ideology. So they're very, very bright lawyers. And the issues are almost always more nuanced and complicated than whatever the court reporter at Politico leads you to believe. So you can read the articles, but you may or may not, and probably will not, get the full flavor of what that issue is. You can only get it by listening actually to the oral argument and it's right there on the website. Well, thank you so much, Trey. And thank you, Carol, for your question. Our last question is from Jimmy. And he writes, what other team do you follow in NFL football besides the Cowboys? Uh, well, Jimmy, it depends, uh, honestly, on what my wife wants me to do. Uh, if she wants me to do something on a Monday night, then my second favorite team Actually, I mean, she doesn't know this because she doesn't know most of the teams, but I tell her my second favorite team is playing on Monday night and I, I can't miss the game. And then if she wants me to do something on Thursday night, well, you know, believe it or not, honey, my second favorite team is playing on Thursday night this week. So I'm going to have to stay home and miss this little festival or whatever because I got I got to watch the game. So do I follow other teams in the NFL? I mean, sort of, but not really. It's uh, it's Dallas and then um, whoever is playing when my wife wants me to do something else, just between us. 
Is that a terrible thing to say, Mary Langston, do you think? <laughs> it's partly funny and it's partly terrible. Well, I, I, I could have sworn during the answer to the last question, you said you appreciated honesty. Did I, I did do. I'm That's why I say it's partly you? funny. It's partly funny. So, yes, we still appreciate the honesty. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're not going to tell her I said that. Nobody else is going to tell her I said that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean... There have been times when I've said, well, honey, I can't, I can't go do that because the, the Baltimore Ravens are playing. And she's looked at me like, I, who are the Baltimore Ravens? But mm. she doesn't like ask a follow-up question. She just says, well, oh, I hope you enjoy the game. And, you know, I'll go do this by myself. I'll go change the oil in the car. I'll go change the tire. I'll go do whatever it is that she says needs to be done. So Dallas Whoever's playing on Monday night or Thursday night, uh, I will I will watch any team that has former South Carolina Gamecock players on it. I like Alabama players, so I'll probably watch if I know what Alabama player is on. I do watch mm -hmm. Green Bay. My dad uh, pulls for Green Bay. Terry says she pulls for Green Bay, although she cannot name a single player on Green Bay's mm -hmm. team, but she grew up pulling for them because her father and brother pull for them, but I'll, I don't. I don't think she can name a player on their team. <laughs> I watched Pittsburgh. I had a colleague in Congress who both a colleague and a friend and still is. Uh, he's involved with the Steelers organization. I served with a guy named John Runyon. Um, his office was beside mine when we were freshmen. He was an outstanding NFL football player, but his son is now in the NFL. Uh, honestly, I think Runyon played for Philadelphia. I cannot pull for Philadelphia. I can't pull for Philadelphia, Washington, or New York because they're in the same division as Dallas. And if Dallas can't win, then I want everybody else to lose too. So, Jimmy, what other teams do I follow in the NFL? Dallas, whoever can keep Dallas from winning the division and whoever's playing when – People want me to go do other things other than watch football. That's the most honest answer I can give you. Well, we appreciate that honesty, and I'm sure Don't Terry you go will tell hear her this. That <laughs> Don't you go tell her that on one of y'all's like hours long text exchanges when y'all are swapping Bible verses. Don't say, "Oh, by the way." Terry really doesn't care about that Monday night game or Thursday night. He's just watching it. Don't tell her that. <laughs> Well, I'm sure she would want you to be happy. So in sports, bring happiness to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure you changed the oil. So we know that was just a joke. <laughs> uh well, no, I don't, but neither does she. So yes, it was a joke. No, I the dealer or somebody. Uh, I got I got people that my dad did that when we were growing up. I never understood how someone could own a Mercedes but want to save money and change his <laughs> own oil. So I made a promise to myself. I said, self, you're never, that's what I called myself back then. Self, you're never going to get on your back under a car on a beautiful Saturday <laughs> afternoon when you can be hitting range balls and let oil go all over the world and pollute the earth. You're going to let a professional do it. And I've kept that promise because I think it's important to keep promises. Oh, that is great, Trey. Well, thank you so much for answering all those questions. And thank you, everyone, for sending us your questions. Yeah, keep them coming. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. And don't you go tell my wife, Mary <laughs> Langston. 
We'll try to keep it a secret, but I have a feeling she may know or she's going to know. Yeah, she probably will. All right, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Please subscribe, rate, or review this podcast on Apple Podcast or at foxnewspodcast.com. You've been listening to the Trey Gowdy Podcast on the Fox News Podcast Network. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear Podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.